0: welcome to Bwahaha cast this is episode 28 with me as always is king cloud cuckoo land David Simonton hey 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 Hey, it's the he's my favorite talking cactus hey (laughs) All right. So uh, this week we're going to be talking about something that's kind of related to our previous episode. Our previous episode was about other characters who have worn the costume or become uh, a classic character. The 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 probably the most uh, present in people's mind is like Jane Foster becoming Thor. Somebody somebody different, another character picking it up. But since we were talking about costumes, it got me thinking about a topic, which is favorite and least favorite comic book character costumes i'm talking about superheroes particularly but before we get into that david yeah what have you been reading
1: i've read a few things um i have so many trade paperbacks stacked up literally about 200 of them because i get a big discount on them and i've had you know some of these for years and years but uh so i just pretty much roll a 20-sided die and a 10-sided die and it tells me what i'm going to read next so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so uh, a few years ago, I thought I was going to buy the Valiant comics that were coming out new. Um, and uh, I quickly lost interest, not not because they were bad, but because I just, I, I you know, I'm just not a big fan of the characters. It's just one of those things you get and a wild hair up your butt.
0: There's a lot of them. I mean, there's a yeah. lot of issues.
1: Yes, there are. Um, and they start them over a lot. Um, so I got a couple of trade paperbacks of Exo Man of War, and they were actually... Uh, pretty good. Um, uh, the writing was Matt Kent and the art. I, I forget the art of the first three issues, but it was wonderful. Um, but again, I don't really care about the character. So at least I knocked him out. I never have to read him again. Um, also uh, read a trade paperback of an online comic book called Star Power, um, which I buy at DragonCon every year that there's one release because the writer and artists are there. So it, it's a good, solid comic. But The main thing i read which i just finished last night was the essential hulk which is the black and white stuff that marvel put out years ago right uh it was volume seven so it had issues somewhere like 227 through 248 with about three annuals in it um it was directly after my favorite hulk comics so i was still liking them you know this is this is from '78 and '79, so I was still a kid, uh, still loving every issue of the Hulk I could get on. Roger Stern wrote them.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Salvi
1: Sima, of course, drew them. Um, Roger Stern wrote some really good issues um, with Hulk Buster base being taken over by the Leader, which is my, which was directly before this, like like the issues literally before this. So I didn't actually reread them. But after that, it got to the point where Roger Stern he never really had Hulk fight anybody.
0: <laughs> what did he do
1: i mean nothing no there was a there was a couple he of talked issues to cactuses. he did no a couple of issues where they were actually really good but it had doc sampson sort of getting into his mind and sort of figured out how he ticks um those were good but it, again he didn't fight anybody um he did fight machine man in three issues which was cool because machine man's one of my favorite characters so i loved it at the time and then there was a issue where he fought uh, three issues were or four issues where he fought tyrannous, which were good, but every other issue, he was just sort of, he was hanging out with this hippie named Fred Sloan. And, oh. uh, the Hulk just, was, yeah, just, mm. just, it was, he was in some small town in California and he was just, he'd get mad and wreck a house or a building, <laughs> but there was like no villains in there. I'm, I mean, I just remember at the time, you know, like, well, let me as ask a kid, I was like, it, this is bad.
0: Was this during the era of the TV show?
1: It was, so I assume that's probably what they were doing. Yep. Um, But they also did it in the Rampaging Hulk magazine about halfway through the series, which really made the magazine bad the second half of it. Mm. But yeah, so I guess uh, you're right. That probably has something to do with it. But, you know, Hulk was like chilling out on uh, the
0: (laughs) mountain. Patio on the patio. (laughs) Just kick back. Getting angry a little bit, but not too much. Yeah. No margarita in his hand. Kind of mellow. No, he
1: he was on Mount Rushmore just chilling out. I mean, Jimmy what? Carter was in there. What? Yeah,
0: yeah, it was the 70s, man. I mean, that's just a I different that's just a different time.
1: But please throw some villains in there. Please. <laughs> so there were good. I mean, even the again, big wheel. Even the big wheel. I'll take the big wheel. I know. But even then, you know, I still I mean, it was still my childhood, so I still loved him. And, right, I, and, and I and right. I did enjoy reading them. I mean, they were I still really liked them. But regardless, even though I like Roger Stern as a writer, those were not his best work. So oh, what have you been reading?
0: Well, I wish I could say I've been reading anything. I haven't actually been reading any comics, so I will I right. will just share my what I'm currently reading plus some comics related activities. Of course I've been uh I've I've gotten into reading, never read a Brandon Sanderson book, so I'm reading the first of the Mistborn books. Yeah. At your recommendation, I think. I think yes. you recommended it. So I started that. Um, and then my daughter has gotten re really just out of the blue into the the uh, Lego Marvel Superheroes two game, which has like every possible marvel character you could imagine man ape is in that i mean it's like <laughs> we're talking like deep deep catalog she's loving it she has no idea who any of these characters are and frankly some of them i don't know who they are um so it's kind of cool uh and it's given her a little bit of marvel yeah. history lesson at the same time uh so we've been you know been doing that a little bit and then of course. I'm a little behind but I've been watching Moon Knight as well. I'm just sort of amazed that that there is actually a live action Moon Knight TV series. That just doesn't seem possible.
1: Yeah, I've I've heard uh good and bad. I've heard a lot of bad things about it, which doesn't mean it's bad at all, but um I don't know, I haven't watched it yet. I'm I'm real curious to watch it. What what David, are your opinions of D- David,
0: it? David, David. Yes. I just want you to Think back to our teenage years, and if someone had come to us from the future and said, Uh In the future, there will be a Moon Knight TV show, there will be a Peacemaker TV show. (laughs) I mean, I I I think there's no way in the world I would believe this. Yeah, you're right. It's kind of a movie. An eternal, yes or that the Guardians of the Galaxy would be one of the most popular Marvel properties ever. Right. right? right. which did that just doesn't seem possible. No. Um so, you know, everything's everything's up to I actually really I like uh what they're doing with Moon Knight. I really do. Um I think it each episode seems to be getting a lot better. They have to establish the oddities of this world. It uses a lot of the stuff uh from the uh warren ellis run of moon Knight.
1: yeah i was yeah
0: which is it's interesting a really weird run yeah yeah so so the the problem with moon Knight, and, and that's not the we could do a whole episode about moon Knight, is that there's there hasn't been a lot of consistency in how the character nope. is presented Mm-mm. um and you know some takes push him a little more towards being mentally ill. Uh, some takes just make him into like a Bruce Wayne kind of character. Uh, so it, it's, I think the, it's kind of like guardians of the galaxy in the sense that there was a lot of room to, because most people are unfamiliar with the character. there's a lot of room to sort of merge a lot of different ideas into one, uh, one story. So um, I could see where people who were, Looking for a specific take on the character would be very disappointed.
1: Uh, yeah, I've heard it's it's not their character, and the Moon Knight shows up maybe ten minutes in a matter of five episodes or something. But again, uh, I haven't watched it; I don't know.
0: However, I was really shocked to see Mister Knight in it. If you remember that from the um, from the Warren Ellis issues, do you know what I'm talking about? Uh. Uh-uh. That's the Moon I read, Knight. I
1: read them, but it's been a long time.
0: That's the Moon Knight who's wearing a suit. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. He's that character is part of this whole thing.
1: He still shows up, I think, in the new series from time to time, which is probably, you know, promoting the show. So, yeah.
0: And and frankly, I love the Warren Ellis issues. But I, I had no idea what was happening.
1: No, no. That, sometimes that makes the best issues. It was like the Grant Morrison <laughs> <Yeah>. Green Lantern <laughs> or Batman series. <laughs> yeah, it's like I don't know what's happening, but I like it.
0: Having read Batman R.I.P. now about three or four times, I'm I now have a better. I will say that for Grant Morrison, it all of his stuff bears reading multiple times. Yeah. And the more you, the more you read it, the more it starts making a little more sense. So anyway, yeah, so uh, that, so that that's our you know what we've been reading, what we've been doing. But our real topic here is about superhero costumes. Uh, I think I asked David. Uh, I said we'd probably do about three best, three worst costumes. Uh, so David, do you have a best for me?
1: No, because I thought it was all worst. So I got a bunch of worst ones. <laughs> But, but, okay, let me just name let me name two bests just off the top of my head. No, and that's then, fine. That's fine. Uh, Spider-Man, I think, is just one of the coolest costumes out there. Um, and also uh, Firestorm, even though he has a puffy shirt. I, I like his costume.
0: I cannot explain to you why I think that's a cool costume, but it is a cool costume. Yeah, Milgram created it probably. Yeah, that, that's... If so, then that... That's probably every, the puffy shirt. You know, means. every every dog has his day every every horrible artist occasionally has some inspiration Um, maybe so maybe so i've yet to to see it with max allen collins but anyway um (laughs) so 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 yeah well let me just comment about spider-man there there really is no better costume It's just the best costume. Now, the fact that they try to present that he sewed that costume is ridiculous. I mean, that's one of the most ridiculous things ever.
1: I mean, that would take years to (laughs) to sew. But, you know, can you imagine the artists who have to draw it? I mean, I'm sure they're happy to be drawing Spider-Man, but you have to draw those lines all over them
0: constantly. That's right. Over and and over.
1: Every angle. And I mean, you know, if, if you on the few times Jack Kirby drew Spider-Man, I mean, the the lines are just awful.
0: <laughs> you know I mean? But his fists are really powerful.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was bulky as the whole.
0: So but, uh, since we're on that subject, I will say that one of my three best was uh, the Spider-Man black costume. I think yeah. the, I think the original, not, Let's don't even get into Venom. The original black costume that was designed... Well, I guess there's... I was thinking Ron Friends designed it, but that may not be... It It first appeared in Amazing Spider-Man before it showed up in Secret Wars, I believe. So I, huh, okay. I think basically... Amazing Spider-Man was continuing and he came back from the secret wars and had this black costume and they didn't explain where it came from. And they used secret wars to explain that in the most like lame origin for a costume ever. But anyway, um, (laughs) I believe Ron friends designed it and, you know, frankly, he may have, (laughs) he may have designed it to get rid of all those lines. (laughs) <laughs>
1: it might have but i loved ron Friends spider-man run I I,
0: yeah i did i did too i mean he had that Ditko look uh to and a lot of He drew
1: a great peter parker
0: he did standing like parker. a he Just looked cool. Here. i don't know he, how to describe he, it. that's exactly right um there was something about that costume and and to be honest it's one of the few sort of alternate costumes that still has maintained popularity I mean the, the black costume yeah. just looks iconic and cool and that's one of those rare occasions where they redesigned a character costume and knocked it out of the park.
1: And then Demateus, Darren Craven's Last Hunt, really oh, used yeah. the costume in a psychological way. Um it was that's crazy, right. So. That's right. So yeah.
0: it was a it was a, a a great thing and you know it comes back occasionally in current incarnations of spider-man but that that original run and that costume was was fantastic so do you want to hear my other two really fast yeah go ahead yeah all right so the next one is and i i hate the fact that this character is now referred to solely as shazam i understand why but captain marvel the original captain marvel um shazam as he is currently known yeah that costume when properly drawn uh with the it had a uh now they're not doing this in the film versions of it but i really loved it was almost like a military shirt uh the the top was with like a with like a button and a flap um yeah that costume as cheesy as it could look being bright red and yellow and white. It looks so cool uh when Alex Ross drew it, Jerry Ordway being another one who used that design particularly. Um, just a great sort of throwback to the 40s look for the character. And I, I love that costume, and I can't really explain why I love that costume, but I do. I,
1: yeah, I, I do too. Um I, Did you read the issue where his girlfriend slept with him and she came back with the flap? <laughs> came back with the flap, Chris.
0: I don't know. You know, uh, look, all I will say I is know. as long as she didn't come back with, uh, you know, Mr. Mind. On-
1: Mr. Mind. <laughs> is that the worm? Well, yes. No, terrible.
0: You don't want to get a terrible case. Of, you don't want to get a case of the worms from Captain Marvel.
1: No, no. I, I don't even <laughs> want to know how you get them. But I guess probably in a similar way that you get the flap, but.
0: Right, it's through, that, it's through that, is through that magic yeah, so lightning I bolt. I,
1: I like the costume. <laughs> 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 yeah, you know, when I was a kid, I created a character called Lightning. That his costume was sort of a combination of uh, Captain Marvel and the Flash. Um, so yeah, it was. I guess the costume was a big influence on me as a kid. For
0: some yeah, reason, so, that yeah. lightning icon shows up a lot. I mean, if you think about it, because obviously the flash also on uh kevin matchstick in mage mm-hmm. that's the you know the major icon and yeah. uh there's one other that madman yes. has has that same lightning bolt so that that's a lightning bolts show up a lot in comic book characters all right the last one is a uh, a group redesign and that is um for the longest time, the Fantastic Four had these bright blue jumpsuits, outfits, and John Byrne took them to the negative zone and flipped the colors and oh, made yeah. made the colors of their costumes uh, darker, almost black, but like really dark blue with, with white highlights. And that's a small change, but it like totally changed the tone of the book. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember a, that. That was cool. What a great and simple change.
1: Yeah, it doesn't have to be anything complex. I mean, it's sort of like that black Spider-Man costume. It's simple. Right. But it's really cool. So
0: it's a whole lot better. to
1: get all extravagant.
0: As I was researching these costumes, I came across some that I and and if any of these are verging on any of your worsts, let me know. But there were some things that I mean, I know you didn't read comics a lot in the 90s. I, I read some, not at the, not in any pervasive way, but there were some things that I had either I missed or had forgotten. But there was a Thor redesign that was like he had a metal codpiece and all of this. I was like, it looked ha- almost made my list. It was Mike Diodato, I think, drew who I like. But it was like the worst 90s redesign of a character. I mean, the 90s are just the worst.
1: Well, Diodato was awful in the 90s. He is—he he improved quickly and tremendously throughout the years. But yeah, in the 90s, his art was bad. And that, that Thor cod piece almost did make my
0: list. I mean, why does he need a cod piece? <laughs> oh, don't. Well, uh, we're not going to. Well, talk I mean, about I know why he
1: needs one, but I didn't need <laughs> one for thousands of years before that. Did, did he get hit there too many times? And he's like, okay, I've got to wear this cod piece. I keep forgetting it. I've got to wear it.
0: Well, so, you know, Odin only has one eye. Maybe he only had one testicle.
1: Th- that is very true. Or maybe his genitalia wasn't worthy <laughs> until then. <laughs> you know, you don't, we don't know his life. They could so. be made
0: of Uru metal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. right, let's. We, we, <laughs> no. All right. So, so hit me with some, some, uh, bad costumes
1: i'm just gonna go first with a sort of obvious and boring one then i'll get into the more creative ones later um but just the the robin costume that you know the original one that lasted for decades and decades and decades (laughs) those little green cork pants of his (laughs) so it's like i mean the the worst i don't i know it was in the 40s or whenever you know but it still looks stupid then but it's like okay you have Batman who wears this dark costume that's supposed to instill fear in people's hearts. And then he put, gives Robin this bright costume that's silly looking with these green cork pants. That's not in Tim. First of all, I'm not going to be scared of a 12 year old. I don't care how good of a fighter he is, but dress like that. And it's like, okay, while Batman is, Hiding in the shadows, not getting shot and all that. He throws his twelve year old kid out there in the brightest costume you can have that is the biggest target for machine guns and whatever, and the cork pants. It just it <laughs> it made no sense whatsoever. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna be dark and hide in the shadows. Here, Robin, go out and get their attention while I sneak up on them,
0: you know. Right. You get shot while while I beat them yeah. up. Yeah.
1: I mean, there. I can have more robins, you know. There can only be one true Batman.
0: So that's true.
1: So anyway, yeah. I just figured <laughs> I'd, I'd start with the obvious and then work my way.
0: Through I it, I, so. I think that's a good choice. the 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 green shorts are really where I think everybody just kind of uh, has to draw a line. And why did they have little fish gill looking things on them? That shows up in a lot of uh, early comic book costumes. Yeah. Yeah, well, you're right. Uh, is I don't know. Maybe to be... fish gills were in installed. Well, is it supposed to be chainmail? Why do you need chainmail on your craft Wouldn't that well? Wouldn't that uh. chafe
1: and cut into into things? But you know, now, like, granted, he was only twelve. He may not have had anything at the time. So maybe <laughs> I
0: don't know. I'm so not even want to talk about his junk. Sorry. Captain America had those same scallops, but on his like chest. In Aquaman. Yeah. They are like scallops.
1: <laughs> scallops. I was looking through. This did not make my list. Um, quite, quite the opposite, actually. But when I was looking through, like bad costumes and stuff, um, one of them was the blue and white Aquaman costume that Craig Hamilton okay. created. I love now, that
0: costume. Yeah, that that's ridiculous. That's somebody who just,
1: mm, I mean, great costume, and it made sense to camouflage him while he's underwater. So I mean, I really, you know, I really of his bright orange,
0: right? I really wish they had held on to that. I do. Yeah. All right. Great so, costume. so my first one is, uh, and a lot of these that I have on my list are unfortunate redesigns. Okay. So yeah. Just that's that let, so. Number one yes. is, and I believe Paul Ryan is who is responsible for this.
1: I, I I know where you're going. This is next on my list. But go ahead.
0: And this is the Invisible Woman. Is, is that what you had? yes okay so why don't you go ahead and and since i've talked so much already you go ahead and, and say why it's on your list she has a boob window <laughs> on her top that, that's in the shape of why? a four yeah why, <clears throat> I, why? I i wish I, I, I mean i don't
1: get it and then and the does like, her costume even matter she can turn invisible. Just be invisible
0: <laughs> all the time And like thigh high boots. It has this like dominatrix look to it, but it's blue and white. It's just, it's, it's just horrible. It's horrible. It's sexist. It's, yeah. And it's, but beyond that, it's just bad design. It's worse than Power Girls, you know,
1: boob window, you know? Right. I mean, that's a bad enough costume on its own but yeah uh, sue storm who was not ever meant to be sexy she's just you know almost like a the girl next door type of thing and right why yeah <laughs> awful awful costume all that right. was an awful time during the ff too. i think that's also when the thing was all spiky and stuff
0: and he wore a helmet which I, i'm still just i just i'm mystified by the helmet
1: <laughs> he was trying to cover up the uh the thing in his, uh, like the dent in his face or something.
0: But he's already like a rock monster. So what? It makes no sense.
1: You're right. You're right. That was the 90s.
0: Yeah. All right. So who's, who's your next?
1: Um, Hawkeye, but not the costume we're all familiar with. Not the purple one. I'm, I'm fine with that. This one was... In the early days, um, after he showed up as Hawkeye, and then he became Goliath, for some strange reason. <laughs> um, after he became Goliath, he changed back to Hawkeye, but he was wearing a tunic. He was wearing this, sh- I don't know if you remember this, he was wearing like this short skirt. Um, <laughs> he
0: he wore a headband. <laughs> Maybe he was hanging out with the Hulk in California.
1: Maybe so. Maybe yeah. I was drinking the margaritas. Um, he had a like a open chest. You know, his chest was showing. It was just how are you scaring anybody wearing a damn skirt? You know, p- pardon my French, but it's like you know, it. And and you know, was it like a kilt? Was there anything under there? I don't know because if he gets somebody in a headlock with his legs, they're in big trouble. I don't know, but it that, that had nothing to do with his archer ability I, I mean maybe there were archers that used to wear tunics and you know maybe yeah roman times or something <clears throat> i have
0: no idea but uh,
1: it was it was bad it was bad i mean
0: you did make his me regular costume is fine you did make me think about an image of california <laughs> house on the hills back on the patio Hawk and hawkeye kicking back singing margaritaville <laughs> in your to stay away again Margaritaville <laughs> <laughs> but I like your Hulk Hulk tired bird man
1: that's like the worst <laughs> Hulk impression ever I, I, I think I like your cactus a lot better maybe Hulk would be like in a death metal voice and this Hulk Burr, <laughs> too bad
0: Oh, is so Hulk speaking a, of that, a whenever parrot I go to a what is Hulk a parrot head? Is he a like he probably
1: a, is he's, Jimmy he's Buffett just a hippie? Probably so. Probably so.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, I interrupted you.
1: Oh no, it, it, this has nothing to do with comics, but it's just, it's just funny when I you know I see a lot of death metal shows and you know between songs they'll be like next song is <laughs> it's like I don't know what the hell you're saying. <laughs> It, just say it and then sing it like that i don't but
0: well anyway. i don't know that would be even funnier but like, uh, excuse me but our uh our next song is roses in twilight pardon roses us in twilight yeah. par, pardon us as we begin now you know it's like i that the contra, the contrast would be a lot but it would be a lot um
1: and, and, and it's just funny the like in your head, that's what death metal sounds like. (laughs) But I mean, you're,
0: you're,
1: you're close. Very close. (laughs) I don't know what the heck they're saying. I mean, they could be singing about, you know, rose petals and stuff. I really don't know.
0: I think roses Uh, in twilight, you know, that, that, that's a pretty good death metal song. Great
1: album. Great album.
0: (laughs) All right. So, so my next one, is actually, I'm gonna, I am gonna go back to the '70s, and unfortunately, now, I, so I, I bring this up, and I, I guess it's kind of unfortunate that I'm using this one. However, I I learned this morning. And I don't even know if you know this or not, David. Did you know that Neil Adams had passed away?
1: Yes. Okay. Yeah.
0: Very sad. Yeah. So, so yeah, Neil Adams, who is absolutely positively uh i you know if while i get that stan lee you know gets a lot of credit for sort of modern comics and what modern comics are as far as the look of modern comics it's all about neil adams as far as i'm concerned yeah um i mean i think people are still trying to emulate him and i mean
1: uh, he had his own like school or something
0: that's and true.
1: So many artists that came out of that. Yeah.
0: Uh and his Batman, I mean, I think that changed Batman forever. Absolutely. Yes. Um, so I say that to say <laughs> that one of his costume designs is on my list of the absolute worst. <laughs> so I guess that's not a very nice thing to do, but it is on my list. So I am so I am gonna share it, And that is the first appearance of the character Kill Raven. Okay. Uh, if you have not seen what that character looked like, David, it bears taking a moment of your time. Oh, yeah. He's wearing oh, yeah. thigh-high leather boots, mm-hmm. black. He wears like this black... I don't know what you'd call it exactly, but it's like got susp- <laughs> suspenders and yes. a... a Black, uh, like bikini bottom, with stars on it, <laughs> and he has a headband.
1: Well, if you're gonna put stars anywhere, it's got to be in the crotch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so I, I know the I know the costume well, not because of the stars, but and, I do.
0: And when I was doing research for this, uh, what's interesting is there is a pretty bad Sean Connery movie called Zardoz where it's science fiction and it's post-apocalyptic kind of thing. And he's wearing almost exactly that costume. Really? And it look, if, if it looks bad in comic book form, it looks even worse on Sean Connery or stars on my cross. <laughs> well, there's no stars, but he is oh, wearing yeah. the boots and it's like this, like awful hideous burnt orange color on him uh, it's just it's it's Can you imagine terrible how stupid he felt in that thing well as long as they're shining the paychecks you know, <laughs> you know <laughs> i think i you know that's the, the the classic story that i heard um michael kane somebody asked him why he was in jaws 2 and he said well i i have a yacht now <laughs> So, <laughs> was, there you go Yeah, right so I mean sometimes you just do these things and uh, but of course Michael Kane didn't have to wear like a you know crotch jockey outfit so uh, that's true anyway I would put that outfit that is a uh, and, and it, that character has who I don't know that much about really I know this, the idea of the storyline is that it's supposed to be uh, continuing the story after War of the Worlds um, yeah. and I know that That character has had multiple redesigns since that original appearance but that first appearance i mean that'll pretty much scar you for life
1: it will it will i i love the series itself i've read every issues a couple of times and have the original issues and the reprints but the costume is is just so outlandish it's like okay the you know the world has been taken over by aliens and this is what you decide to wear (laughs) to fight them these these giant boots that you can't even move your kneecap in, really. And like this this is the best you can do. I mean, just
0: put on some rags. They don't care what you're wearing. And it's Roy Thomas, right? Didn't Roy Thomas create the character?
1: Uh, it's, I can't remember. You're, I think you may so. be right.
0: I think so. All right, who you got next?
1: I have
0: a black condor. <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> he his costume consists of a trunk and a shoulder piece that's connected only by like a single strap. I mean, I don't, so he has like this bare chest except for the strap across it, but his, his cape is connected to bracelets. He wears on each.
0: Oh yeah. I remember that now.
1: And it's like, why are you dressed like that? I mean, it doesn't make any sense, and and this is probably why the character never went
0: anywhere. <laughs> it's
1: like I can't I can't look at that while yeah, I read but, a comic.
0: But you know, my first thought when you said that was like, <laughs> this is why he never left the house. He never went anywhere. That's why he never got. <laughs> <laughs> well, that too. I'm that too, too embarrassed. I can't go out. I can't to, do it. I it's like it. I can't go to Abercrombie and Fitch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, he can. He can. <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah he it was it's i don't know if you can envision the costume well if you, yes. you can even call it a costume but it, it's it's bad and you're flying around in that thing <laughs> and wouldn't you get sunburn oh yeah flying that close well no, i mean i guess i guess it, it's not really close to the sun you're just, you <laughs> know, closer 100 feet in the air but yeah <laughs> closer to the sun you'll get one you'll point know, zero zero one percent of extra sun but anyway it's it's the dumbest looking costume why you know who designed that and like oh this is going to look cool he's going to have a strap across his chest and some some bracelets that hold his his cape together
0: (laughs) all right so do you have any others i do all right, I've got so a couple are you more. Are done with? No, no, no. Yeah, I, uh, don't trust me. It's a. It's really easy to come up with a list of these. Um, oh, yeah, we can
1: do another episode.
0: <laughs> My next one is the redesigned Doctor Fate, who is just simply known as Fate. And this is how lame this character is. Everybody knows, you know, Doctor Fate, Kent Nelson. What a you know iconic character. And now we have Fate, whose character. The, the man who was fate was Jared Stevens. That's about as bland a name as you can get. <laughs> um, but this was created by John Francis Moore and Anthony Williams. I, I remember John Francis Moore. I don't remember Anthony Williams, but just a, just throwing everything out to make this sort of extreme version of fate. Uh, it was a terrible idea. As I recall, his costume was like, uh street clothes for the most part he was like uh it's like they were trying to bring some element of john constantine to dr fate but they were also trying to get in with the extreme 90s and you know give him long hair and all of that stuff. and it was just a terrible terrible idea because that dr fate costume is almost perfect it's one of those that's way up there and to mess around with that and create this thing, I thought was just a tragedy.
1: That's that's also why didn't, it's never shown up again like that. Has it?
0: No, no.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Part of the reason why we like our superheroes is because of their costume, you know, and then you take it away and it's like, well, why am I, why do I care now? That's right. Let's create another magical character that doesn't wear a costume. And
0: and right.
1: You're right. Yeah. That was a horrible, I, I agree with you on that one.
0: All right. What's next?
1: Cosmic boy. He, his costume was pink. It is. I mean, why would you have a pink costume? And it's not like I mean any of the Legion are trying to wear costumes that intimidate. Nothing like that. But it's like, you know, I think I'll choose pink. You know, it sets me apart. Yeah. Oh, it set him apart, all right. I mean, it was, it was stupid looking. Um. But, but <laughs> I tried Googling it, okay, and spellcheck changed it to the words pubic costume, <laughs> and I can assure you I did not click on that crap afterwards. <laughs> What spell check? This is what you come up with: pubic costume. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a costume. I want to see. Although I'm, I would imagine it still would have made the list. Bad <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, I so just... people, be careful when you Google that <laughs> pink costume. Make sure you spell it right. <laughs>
0: I agree with so that's you. That's really
1: all I have to say about that
0: right there. <laughs> I agree with that. My next one is the, again, it's a, it's another 90s redesign. There's You could just do lists and lists of those. This is the redesign for Guy Gardner. Uh, they, they changed the character and called him Warrior. Uh, they were trying to make him, I guess, no longer a Green Lantern. And this is another one of those people that I just have such an ax to grind about. Chuck Dixon did this. Um, the art was Mitch bird. I don't, I don't know who that (laughs) is bird, Mitch bird. And he killed his career doing that. Apparently by the end of the run, I mean, basically guy Garner was running around wearing nothing but pants and like, like tribal makeup all over him. Like, you know, like uh, Native American yeah. face paint and yeah, things like that, yeah. it's a terrible, terrible, and borderline if not completely offensive. Yeah, because uh, he's a you know white Anglo-Saxon male running around wearing all of this like tribal gear. It was just, uh, just te- another one of these uh, examples of just a terrible idea. Guy Gardner was not unpopular, and honestly. Parts of his costume as a Green Lantern I really like. Again, it's about the flaps. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> uh, the that redesign was just absolutely hor- horrible.
1: What powers did he have then?
0: I... I As I recall, it had to do with those symbols and he could, you know, like project. It was the same kind of thing as what a Green Lantern could do, but he could project it like from his chest or something. It was just really weird. It was very like hyper-masculine. You know, he was, you know, bare-chested and all of this power was coming out of him. You know, I don't want to know about that. I mean, one of
1: the things that, made him such a good character was he was a green lantern that was just a jerk (laughs) right right and this this wasn't too far after you know the demoteus giffen mcguire justice league which i think skyrocketed the characters you know characteristics and personality absolutely and then you're gonna take the green lantern mold away from him and turn him into this thing with the pubic costume (laughs) So yeah, <laughs> I agree with you. It was a it was a horrible costume. And I, I can't imagine uh Guy Gardner or, or Green Lantern fans really wanting to read that. Well, I know didn't. I don't. I, I'll buy it, anything out of the quarter boxes. I just I couldn't I can't do it.
0: Yeah, and it didn't last long, thank goodness. So who's your next? No.
1: I have uh guess what? It was in the nineties. Um there was a Wolverine costume where he he had gotten and normally his costume looks cool, but he had gotten Uh, his adamantium ripped out of his body by Magneto. And uh, I think he was almost bestial, more bestial. I don't know. But he wore like a do-rag mask. (laughs) It went over his eyes. But, you know, it was was tied around the back of his head. It was this blue thing over his head. Mm -hmm. And I'm just wondering, why would you do that? I mean, I've always wondered why Wolverine wore a mask anyway. Although I like his normal mask, that's fine. But why does he wear a mask? He's not trying to hide his, his. That's true. Uh, alter ego or whatever. Um, You know, he, I mean, why would he care? So now he's like, has this beast mentality and he says, Oh, I'm going to put on a do rag over my eyes at that and hide whatever the heck I'm trying to hide. So I just thought, you know, I mean, the nineties were awful anyway, but you know you got this you got your most popular character looking like that <laughs>
0: <laughs> right yeah all, all right my last one is the i guess this would have been in the 80s when he wore this costume uh it's wonder man from marvel who wore this like red bright red safari jacket with a bl- <laughs> with a blue uh turtleneck under it and sunglasses and that was his costume and the the only way that there was any kind of symbolism of wonder man was it, there was a little bit of light stitching on the pockets of the safari jacket that were w's
1: was this was he in the west coast avengers at this point or was yes a yeah different time no
0: i think that was when a safari jacket that, I with a, with a, with a, I don't know. I, I couldn't find it. That was, that's one of those things that I even is hidden on the internet. I believe nobody wants to take credit for that. I mean, the, the, <laughs> but the, the big chunky um, turtleneck under well, that. Why
1: would you want to fight in that? <laughs> and you're made of energy. You don't even need clothes to start with. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was, Just makes you wonder what is the artist thinking? And and then what is the editor thinking by approving this?
0: Right. Of course, Wonder Man kinda had a history of some pretty lousy costumes. I mean, yeah
1: I've, I've never been a big fan mainly because of the costumes i think
0: that's right well when you start off with a green who start off as a villain with this green bug looking costume and then you know yeah gr- graduating to a turtleneck and a safari jacket maybe that's yeah, maybe that's a good thing i don't know but uh <laughs> it's, it's not for me that was my final one do you have any any remaining
1: uh, i have one final one okay um it was one of kitty pride's costumes in the 80s um I, I believe it was when dave Cockrum came back and drew his second run on the book after Byrne left um she was going by the name of ariel or sprite or both you know But yeah. she was you know her her first costume was sort of just the generic x-men costume the black and yellow which you know i sort of liked but at one point she just sort of came up with her own costume with whatever clothes she had in her closet. And I know it was probably meant to be partially funny anyway. Right. But it had all these awful colors that just didn't even go together. I mean, just probably about 10 or 12 different colors in the costume. Um, She had striped like leggings. They were stupid. And she wore roller skates. And it's like, why do you need roller skates? <laughs> you can phase through anything. I mean, it's not like, I don't even, I mean, not that phasing and roller skates have to do with one another, but I mean, why do you even need them? And why would you want them? And and what if you just want to stand around? You know, you're <laughs> going to lose your balance. I just, it was just the, the, probably the ugliest costume I've ever seen.
0: Wow. And this was in what era again?
1: uh the 80s uh dave Cockrum's second run right after john Byrne left oh okay now kitty prod was a great character then um she's since become boring i think but at the time she was sort of like the peter parker of right you know the right. female characters this girl next door she wasn't they weren't trying to make her hot or giving her a big you know boobs or anything she was just you know this normal girl that you know it she was a great character uh, although it was a little weird that she was 13 and colossus who was like 18 who had <laughs> a big crush on her uh well I mean, I, even in the 80s it, when stuff like that wasn't as big of a deal as it is now it was still a big deal that's right what were they what were they thinking and it, it just made it like so innocent like oh, oh this is a great romance she's 13 there was and, and I mean she they made a point to say she was 13 over and over during that run so that's a little odd. It has nothing to do with her costume but it's just a little odd.
0: So by the time John Romita Jr. got on that character in X-Men they graduated her to basically a dance outfit. I mean she Shadowcat. Yeah, she was wearing like a leotard with leg warmers uh-huh. and and a leather jacket. And I'm like, they, they've just never really found the ideal costume for her.
1: I know. Just give her a decent costume. I mean, I was fine with her first one, the regular X-Men costume, the black and yellow one. That was fine. Right. But all I right i wanted to give her, her own identity but yeah all right
0: Let's so we have we have really covered a lot of ground here best co- some of the best costumes and uh-huh. absolutely those have to be some of the very worst costumes but i do want to close out with trivia for you david ah, you, we've got to have right. a we've got to have a cost a a contest Okay. This this is I'm going to give credit where credits due. I did I did not come up with these questions. Uh this is actually from a site called Fun Trivia, so we'll give them a little shout out funtrivia.com. Right. But this is obscure Marvel Comics 1970s quiz. Are okay. you re- are you ready for this? I I, I I consider you to be way beyond me in terms of your knowledge of 1970s comics but i want to see just just how well you can do with this are you ready
1: if there's a trivia that i could get right it would be this one which means i'm gonna miss them all but go ahead
0: (laughs) all right let's see we've got 10 questions are you ready yes these are multiple choice so you know take that into consideration that's a good thing all right all right number one in the claws of the cat who was behind the mask Of this feline oriented superheroine. Greer Nelson. Marie Severin, Patsy Walker, Uh, Greer Nelson, or Linda Fight? Greer Nelson. Okay. I'm going to number two. We're going to find out in the end how many of these you got right. All right. Luke Cage, Hero for Hire, was Marvel's comic book version of the black exploitation film genre. Who was the sadistic guard that had it in for him while he was incarcerated? Oh, Noah Burstein, Albert Rackham, D.W. Griffith, or Willis Stryker?
1: I mean, I've read them, but there's no way I'm going to know that. I'm going to go with Willis Stryker. I have no idea.
0: Okay. Number three. Some of these are hard. Some of them are easy. In the early 1970s, Marvel came out with their version of the Wolfman with Werewolf by Night. What's the legal name of the young man who succumbs to his lycanthropic side when the full moon Jack is Russell. out? Yeah, those are the choices Jeremy Russell, Jacob Russell, Jack Russell, John Russell. Jack. Jack. The Punisher, there's number four. The Punisher has been an enduring character since his first appearance in The Amazing Spider Man, number 129. In this issue, what branch of the military does he tell Spider Man he served in? He states he's a former. Army Ranger, Marine, Navy SEAL, or Air Force OSI agent?
1: Oh, man, I have no idea. Um, Let's go with Navy SEAL.
0: Okay. Number five, halfway there. One of Marvel's more oddball characters in the 1970s was Howard the Duck. He always had a craving for nicotine. So what did he perpetually have in his mouth? Cigar. Yeah. The choices are cigar, chewing, (laughs) chewing tobacco, (laughs) which would be funny, a cigarette and a pipe.
1: Could you, could you imagine a duck with chewing tobacco in his (laughs) mouth? How does he even swish it around?
0: Number six, stranger still was devil dinosaur, which debuted in 1976. In this series, dinosaurs and other reptiles coexisted with early human ancestor-looking people. What was the name of this red-tinged dinosaur's constant companion who was very short and covered with fur? Moon boy. All right, the choices are Earth boy, Terra boy, Lunar boy, or Moon boy. So we're going to go with Moon boy. Number seven. In 1976, Nova number one hit the newsstands and stores. Where did this character originally hail from? Hempstead, New York, Miami, Florida, Long Beach, California, or Dallas, Texas?
1: I'm going to say California, but it's probably New York.
0: You're going to go with Long Beach?
1: Yeah. Probably
0: Hempstead, okay. but I'm going with Long <laughs> The 1970s saw the revamping of Marvel's first team of mutants. Giant size X Men number one revitalized the franchise, introducing totally new characters and some who had been seen earlier in the X Men. Who of the following was not on this new team, not appearing in this landmark book? Thunderbird, Sunfire, Kitty Pride, or Banshee? Kitty Pride. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number nine, the Liberty Legion appeared in the invaders number five and six and in Marvel premiere numbers 29 and 30 taking place during World War II. This group battled evil elements in America rather than in Europe or the Pacific. What was not a part of this group? Who was not a part of this group? Thin Man, the Laughing Mask, Blue Diamond, or Jack Frost?
1: laughing mask
0: okay last one number 10 which of the following characters was not exposed to gamma radiation and changed in some way as a result of it i guess we're we're dealing exclusively with the 70s okay all right betty ross emil blonsky samuel sterns jim wilson jim wilson all right let's see how you did i'm submitting answers now number one claws of the cat that is greer nelson's you got one point luke cage hero for hire the sadistic guard was albert rackham not willis striker so one out of ten right now number three uh the name of werewolf by night is jack russell keep track of this that's two correct uh, the Punisher said that he was a U.S. Marine, not Navy SEAL. Yeah. Uh, number five is Howard the Duck. Always had a cigar in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devil Dinosaur, wh- his companion was Moon Boys. You're correct there. Mm-hmm. Number seven, over number, number one, he was from Hempstead, New York. Not oh. Long Beach, California. Number eight, Kitty Pride was not in the revamp of Giant Size X-Men. Good job there. Number nine, Liberty Legion, the Laughing Mask was not a member of the Liberty right. Legion. Good job. And number 10, uh, not exposed to gamma radiation, Jim Wilson. So you got seven, seven out of ten. Hey, that's a passing score. That's, that's a set. From, that was that's about a...
1: right for my college days.
0: And and since it is a quiz about the 70s to get 70 on it i think is appropriate
1: ah yeah i I planned it that way
0: (laughs) so there's our 70s trivia for uh for the week and for this episode we very much appreciate you listening to, (laughs) to us and suffering through our uh insufferable jokes as we make it through episode 28 uh david any any parting words anything you have to say for yourself
1: be careful when you google pink costume
0: <laughs> that's a that's a uh, wise piece of advice uh also i want to re-
1: never google waterboys.com <laughs> <laughs> don't do not for any reason all right um good to i was know. looking for the band i found something else all right um but uh, other than that, where can they email us? Because I know everyone listening is just dying to email <laughs> us.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Or they're dying. We don't know which one, but uh, it, yeah, true. it is cast at gmail.com. That's B-W-A-H-A-H-A-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. And you can also find us on Twitter on BwahaCast. Uh We occasionally Post some uh, post and repost there, though. How long that's going to last now that Elon Musk has decided to buy Twitter? Who knows? Who knows? Well, he also Dave-
1: bought the pubic costume. <laughs>
0: um, well, when you have that kind of money, why not?
1: I mean, I would. <laughs> but, All right, David, I mean, maybe maybe they could shave it off the price a little bit. Oh, Lord, Sh- shave it. on that note yes
0: absolutely close us out chris well i hope everybody has a great week we'll be back here hopefully in another two weeks i always say hopefully (laughs) we will hopefully (laughs) be back in two weeks with another episode uh until then uh drop us a line let us know what you thought of this episode or ask some questions or give us a topic for a a future episode trust us when we say we do read those (laughs) because It's not like there's a lot coming in. Uh, like the way you said those as in plural. (laughs) We do read them, and we do take your topic suggestions and uh, and, and try to incorporate them into the show. So everybody have a great week. David, I'll see you later. See you, Chris.
1: He was on Mount Rushmore just chilling out. I mean, Jimmy Carter was in there. What?